Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. So this morning, okay, we continue our series on, on prosperity, okay? What's the what's title again? What's our title? Yeah, the ABCs of, pros, of Biblical Prosperity. All right? So this morning, we'll go further. Talking about the blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. All right? Why is this topic, this conversation important on Biblical Prosperity? See, to prosper without God has implications. When people say that, you know, um, that prosperity doesn't concern God and all that, they don't know what they're saying, no. And they don't know the depth of the folly in that statement. Some things can sound super spiritual, but they're demonic. Amen. Hallelujah. Many times, in a bit to correct one extreme, people go to the other extreme. All right? Why not stay on the world and be happy? So, in all this, you have to be careful. Galatians 2.3 uh, says, Let no one beguile you. Let no one cheat you of your rights in Christ. We think that sound lofty and pious and cool. Let no one cheat you of your rights in Christ. See, if you try to prosper without God, number one, you'll likely be impoverished. If you don't have leverage eh, of, you know, uh, a family background that has money, number one, or some very, very big skill, that means that in any, any, any hour, I went to Harvard and I went to clinical, clinical school, I'll be fine. You get? So, apart from that, like being impoverished, you live in a country like Nigeria. Number one, person can risk being impoverished. Number two, the person will serve mammon. Because where your treasure is, is where your heart will be. So if you live in a money world, in, in a monetized world, where everything is paid for, everything is paid for, including internet, you say hi to your friends on WhatsApp, you pay for data. So ev- to call your friends, you are, you, everything is paid for. So if you don't put God in your, pr- your prospective equation, you will serve money. You wake up every day looking for money. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to Jesus. Number three, you might be covetous. Because you put your trust in riches, you keep wanting more. Right? Yeah. You keep wanting more. Because the more you are, the more you are, the better you feel. Because you, you know there's no good in your money, right? So the more, you need more for security and safety. So it's why people still keep stealing. Wonder why he stole $1 billion. He's still stealing more. But that's still stole so much. We are still seeing his money in 2022. This guy died in 98 and 97. We are still seeing the money he stole in 2022. How much does he need to spend for 200 years? He spends so much. We are happy when we find the money. The country is happy when we find the money he stole. Like, ha, money has entered. Oh, oh. Uh, no guess. 
Why is someone stole so much? Why can't you see the money again? Ha! <laughs> Economic virtue. <laughs> if you try to get money without God, you also cut corners. See, may not do all these things, but you do some of them. May not do all these things, I'm all I'm calling out, but you do some of it. You will cut corners. You will cut corners. When you know just one zero, I have to, they will not catch you. Make it 500k for 50k. Ah. Amen. Hallelujah. Or you work in somewhere where you, you can steal one naira in 200 places, you know, or I say 1k in 200 places. If I steal 1k from, from the account, from that account, bankers, you know how to do Yamagumago. 1k there, 1k there, 1k there. 2 million, nobody will know. Amen. Amen. And the list, or last, last but not least, you will struggle to give to help the needy. When you trust the riches, you find it hard to let it go. You find it hard to let it go. So, we cannot afford to take God off our prosperity. Let no man beguile you. Do the more ridiculous part. People that say God doesn't bless, but God collects your money. Bring money to church, but God doesn't bless. What kind of God is a taker that doesn't give? God is not out to take from you. He is out to enrich you, not to impoverish you. Hallelujah. Alright, so don't let anyone beguile you with lofty sounding things. These things sound pious. I don't know why, because manager is so bad that poverty feels like it's holiness. That's how bad manager is. It's so bad that I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. How does it feel to you that being poor, you know, how does it sound to you? But it makes me feel like, you know, I don't want, I don't want this world's goods. Eh. But you eat, you wear clothes. Where, where is it from? Everyone? Is everyone downloading clothes now? Amen. School fees, they haven't tried school for people. All right? James 4, 10 to 15. James 4, 13 to 15. Are we there? Let's go together. Come now. Look at this. You will say today or tomorrow, go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make profit. 14. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears a little time and then vanishes away. Look at verse 15. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this. And what's he saying? That your life should be in the will of God. All you do, all your buying and selling, your traveling there, your planning, your all that should be around God's will. They cannot say, God, this is my church life. This is my work life. You understand? This is my money life. Doesn't concern God. It's stupidity. Marriage man in Luke 12. God, God so today, today, that life don't go down to me. I will collect the life. That's so low. Bring the soul. Let's say you made the money. So there is no sound talking that says, separate God from your prosperity. Hallelujah. Genesis 12. Blessing of Abraham. If God wanted Abraham to prosper, Isaac and Jacob and Israel, the same God, okay, he has not changed. He said forever. Yesterday, today, for, the same thing, the same God. So, let's turn now to and say, okay, now I want people that are in Christ to be poor or just, you know, amen. God hasn't changed. God wants you to prosper. 
Hallelujah. God wants you to prosper. Let me say it well. God wants you to be rich. People do not believe me. God wants you to be rich. There is no glory in, in living in lack and begging. There is no joy of a good father in seeing his children in want. He wants to buy clothes, he borrowed the money. School fees, he borrowed it. Amen. There's no joy in that. All right? God's will for you is to have enough to live well and just to abound in every good, to have enough to live and to share. Amen. Amen. God wants you to be rich. Amen. Say it. God wants me to be rich. Say it. Say it. Well, keep saying it till you believe it. Continue. 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 Three more times. With conviction. Now do say it out. Yeah. He wants to have money. But money must not have you. There are two different things. Right. He wants to have money. But money should not have you. When money has you, you live for the money. Everything is invoice. All right? Everything is for the money. Come to church. Ah, I'm busy. You have to make money. Okay? <laughs> wants to have money, but money must not have you. So you live for God, not for money. You seek him first and other things follow. All right? But other things, will, they will follow. That's the plan. Other things will follow. See, Gentiles seek after these things. Us, we seek after God. Those things follow us. So we, we do the way of God. We do his will. We do his work. We do his word. And things follow us. See, we don't chase things. That's the question. We chase God. We are after God. And things chase us. So, not that was, not, they are rushing us, okay? Now them, they rush us. Yeah, that's the question. That those things that people seek after and die after, they follow us. Hallelujah. All right, Genesis 12. 1 to 3. Once you go, then the Lord had said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house. Tonight that I will show you. Verse 2. I will make you a great nation. Look at this. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Look at this. I will bless you. You will be a blessing. I will bless you. I will make your name great. Okay? You will be a blessing. You won't be a beggar. You will be a blessing. Yes. Verse 3. I will bless those who bless you. Look at that. I will curse those who curse you. All right? And in you, for the families of the earth, should be blessed. Hallelujah. So, so good that, see, if they bless you, they blessed me. If they curse you, they're trying to curse me. Amen. That's the point. That Abraham, you are now coming into oneness with me. We are in covenant. All right? We are in covenant. And this kind of covenant that they, that they talk about in, you know, in, the, in the Hebrew, Hebrew days in these days is that whatever comes against you is coming against We are one. So, if you attack Bessie, I attack Bessie. You attack, do you get if you are in trouble, I'm in trouble. So they fight you. They are fighting we are together. Hallelujah. So, God speaks to Abraham, okay? And not just him. In, 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 in 
all the nations of the world will be blessed, that in him all his children will enjoy the blessing of God. All right? God speaking about him, okay, uh, and about his seed, Jesus, but we'll get there progressively, okay? Hallelujah. But God, God, God not going to Abraham and say, Abraham, follow me, you're your own. No, follow me, I will bless you. We are together. Not follow me, but wow, also what you eat. If you eat, if you do, you shall be obeying me, shall. But if you eat, mm, tobacco, just follow me, shall. How does that sound? Ridiculous. Hallelujah. All right. So, what's the verse 12 down? Abraham went to a particular city, all right, and they took his wife because the baby's fine. Right? So, the guy took her and put her in his um, RM, you know. Therefore, they put babies they plan, to, they plan to sleep with, okay? So, put them somewhere. I'm calling them one is a ton, one by one. All right? But he, he carried what's passing. He carried the blessed woman. Immediately, started saying shaky. All right? Says, I will cause them that curse you. If they come against you, they come against me. Because we are one. Hallelujah. You know, when Paul was persecuting the church, what did Christ say? So, so, why are you persecuting me? So, in touching the church, he was touching Jesus. Why? Oneness, covenant. Hallelujah. So, only what can defeat God can defeat a man covenant with God. Oh, you didn't get that. Only what can bring Jesus down can put you down. Why? Oneness of covenant. Hallelujah. Now, on my verse 13, Abraham was already, he was, before he left his father's country, he was, he was doing okay. But verse 13, he, was, he had become so prosperous that him and Lot could not last together. Lot followed out of, out of his father's house. Even Lot was blessed. So much that the land could not contain them. That's okay. We're not to be for this land. You go left, let me go right. Hallelujah. Why? The blessing makes rich without painful toil for it. And I've been. The blessing makes rich and adds no sorrow. NKJV. The blessing makes rich. It does not impoverish. Do you understand? The blessing makes rich. So, if you're a blessed man, you have a path to wealth. Hallelujah. Right. You know, in this our day, this is very important. That you can tell the young boy that he's thinking about, ah, give me a laptop for Yahoo Yahoo. Because this country is too dark, there's no hope. To tell him, guy, 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 come to Jesus. The blessing creates a path to prosperity. That you will not have to steal or cut corners. See, eh, we sell God too short many times. We don't sell him well. We don't sell him well. We don't sell him. And it's unfair, it's unfair in our world where we sell Jesus. If we do sell Jesus well, of the gospel, the real Jesus, people will see, I don't have to cut corners to succeed in life. I can follow Jesus. Hallelujah. All right? Now, by verse 14, chapter 14, rather, 
um, you know, lots where he went to, right at Trobusha. Okay, so there was chaos there. They came to um, a particular king came and fought, you know, them and took Lot and his children as, as um, slaves. Abraham went to fight in a nation on his own to deliver his brother, his, um, his, his, um, his cousin. Right? And get after the king of that particular of, of, um, of Lot's area wanted, wanted to give Abraham money for his, for his service. Abraham said, don't worry. Keep your money. So that you will not say you made me rich. Do you understand? Because the blessing makes rich. Without borrowing from Egypt, do you understand? Without cutting corners. Without stealing. Amen? Without calling your ex. Hallelujah. Yeah. Without borrowing from your friends, from people borrowing from your Christians, but they borrow from them from your friends, you are borrowing. You are koyahu. Koyahu. I bet they catch you together with the person. It says, keep your money. So that you will not say that you made Abraham rich. Ah! When the king tells you, take. And you tell king, keep your money. So, there is a plan for prosperity without cutting corners. Hallelujah. You can tell somebody, this five million, may fair, keep it. Keep your five M. Just so, don't have to take it from your stomach. <laughs> I will be, uh... Now, chapter 15, next thing, chapter 15. So that will make chapter 15 after that. Verse 1. Genesis 15, verse 1. Genesis 15. Who knows, who's that boy fine boy on the screen? Who knows him? Genesis, 20, Genesis 15, verse 1. Oh, yeah. All right. Look at this. Want to go. Want to go. After these things, the Lord made to Abraham the vision saying, do not be afraid, Abraham. Look at this. I am your shield. I am your exceedingly great reward. I am all you get, and that is forever enough. Okay. See, I am what you get. What you, what you get is me. Do you understand? What you get is me. You, 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 you get me. What you have is me. I am your reward. Me, as in me, I am your reward. Like God's telling me, me, not the things, I. I'm your reward. So what do you lack? If God be for you, what can be against you? Yeah. If I have him, I have everything. That's the point. Abraham, what you get is me. Me. Me and you doing life together forever. Yeah. That's comforting, right? Yeah. All I have is Jesus is enough. All right? So I told, told God, okay, I get it right, but I still don't have a child. It still remains something. It still remains something I'm looking for. Let's go on. Verse 2. Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. All right, let's keep going. Let's make it fast because it's a long read. Verse 3, Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. All right? Verse 4, 
and behold, when the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one will come from your own body shall be your heir. Verse 6, Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward the heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall the descendant be. Abraham said, I just want one child. Just give me a child. God said, I have plans for you beyond one child. That from you will come nations, a heritage, a lineage of grace. Abraham, I have big plans for you beyond what you, beyond what you lack today. Beyond what you lack today, I have big plans for you. Someone is saying, you know, I don't have clothes to wear. From you, we have you come to people that you close, that you send close to nations. Yes. That don't let, don't get stuck. Says, come out, come, come, come out of where you are, of that, of that smallness. Come out, oh yeah, come out. Look up, look up. Can you count the stars? Everybody, I'm sorry. One, two. Ah, explain to you. So shall the descendants be. There is no lack in your life. That thing that seems to be lacking, see, if you, if you open it and see, and see, you have it in abundance. It will go from you being in need to you being a dispenser. Why? Hey, Abraham, I'm all you have. You have me. It's not you, you, I'm what you get. So, because I'm what you get, there is no lack in your life. For Abraham, I'll do a gallio. <sighs> All right, let's go. Verse 6. And I prayed to the Lord, and I counted it to him for righteousness. So good. Verse 6. Then he said to him, And the Lord will brought you out of the awe of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it. Verse 8. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know? I was talking to God, having conversation. Okay? God, nothing shut up your mouth. He answered him. All right, verse 9. So he said to him, Bring me a three year old ephah, and a three year old female goat, and a three year old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. All right, verse 10. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other, but did not cut the birds in two. Verse 11. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. Verse 12. Now, when the sun was going down, a deeply fell upon Abraham, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Verse 13. Then he said to Abraham, No, certainly, they are descendants to be strangers in a land that is not theirs. I will serve them, and they will afflict them from their deaths. Talking about Israel, okay? Yeah. And yeah, I will judge. After they shall come out with great possessions. See, what it was? Great possessions. Before we go further. Israel in Egypt was a type of something, our redemption. We know that, right? Israel in Egypt was a type of our redemption. So that they're coming out was like, was like our redemption. And he told Abraham that when they come out, they will not come out poor. They will come out with great possessions. Just mark that down your, your head somewhere, okay? Just circle it, we'll come back to it. All right, let's go. Verse 15. Now, as for you, shall go to your fathers in peace, shall be buried at a good old age. All right? But in the fourth generation, they shall return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. Verse 17. And it came to pass, when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. 
on that day, look at this, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying, to your descendants, I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river of the Euphrates. Yeah. So, God, God promised Abraham. Abraham said, God, I get you right, but give me further assurance. And God did what? Made a covenant with Abraham. To remind Abraham, when I first told you, I will be with you. I will swear to you a covenant. So God used what Abraham could relate with, covenant sacrifice. To say, Abraham, you and I, we have come together, we are one. I will do so and so and so and so for you. We are now bonded together forever. We are in blood covenant. Hallelujah. So, in clean animals, Abraham was with God, a blood covenant. That now we are one. We are inseparable. We are together. What I have is yours. What you have is mine. Do you understand? In those days, if you go to war with somebody, put out that are with you, covenants like NATO, they go to war with you. That's it. That's the idea. That because we are one, if they fight you, they fight me. Hallelujah. What I have, you have also. Do you get? Amen. All right. Genesis 22. Let's go to verse, um, verse 16. So what happened in verse 22? Go to Abraham, that's your only son that you waited for, that I gave you. Go and kill him. And Abraham got up next morning, any moment, took the child, I'm going to kill him. If God says it, let's go and try it out. Abraham understood that God already said that he stood his child, that, that the blessing will, that blessing will be passed. That God cannot now say, let's kill him. Abraham trusted God. That God does not take, he gives. Yeah. That God is not out to kill my only son. No. If he, if he dies, you bring him back up. That, do you get my point here? That God, I, I trust you, sir. I've known by experience that they show God. So Abraham went there. Now let's be let's, let's see what God wants to do. Took the challenge we're going. God got there, made the altar. But 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 his body swore to and God told him, Don't bother. I don't need your son. Amen. I don't need your son. I'm checking something. Checking something. How, how far does Abraham understand this covenant? Hallelujah. And also think that also foreshadowing the Christ, that God will give his only son. And you just die and go that he will you come back, come back up again. God has foreshadowing again. So foreshadowing also the Christ. That the Christ would come, God's only son, you know, will come, will suffer, will die, will be brought back to life. But even in that, he didn't need Abraham to kill his so just need Abraham to be ready to do it. That was all. Let's go there, verse 16. Verse 16. Look at this. And said, by myself again, after the blessing and the covenant, it asked, I swear again, say, Abraham, I swear. I say, Abraham, not if you do, you say, Abraham, I swear. Abraham, you are safe. You are secure. Do you understand? Let's go. 
Let's go. Myself, I have sworn to the Lord. Because you have done this thing, and not go tell your son, your only son. Look at it. Verse 17. Blessing, I will bless you. I will multiply, I will multiply the that in the of the heaven, and I will on the seashore, and the sender shall possess the gates of their enemies. God swore. God didn't have to swear. But see, Abraham, so you can know that, I know the following plea. God swore. Hallelujah. And that blessing wasn't was just about Abraham alone. It's about Abraham's seed. Now, the real seed is Jesus, all right? But even his physical, you know, his promised seed, because from, it came from, um, from um, Abraham to Isaac to Jacob to Israel and then to Jesus, right? Even Isaac enjoyed the blessing. Isaac was in famine, as in, in and people say, ah, there's famine here, let's go to the, let's go to the US or the UK or the, you know, let's, let's live here and drop us somewhere else. God said, don't bother, stay where I sent you, I will bless you. And in the midst of a famine, a famine, Isaac sowed and reaped a hundredfold. Now, that hundred doesn't mean, doesn't mean that it was hundred, it means it was maximum returns, that's the point, that's the point. Maximum return on investment in famine, because why? Blessing, the blessing, the blessing. So, Abraham's blessing was on Abraham's seed. It got so, got so good. See, Isaac be, be, became great and greater until people had got to envy him. It was envy the foreign country. It was envied. Imagine that a foreign king envying a citizen in the country. Not a citizen, an angel, stranger. Immigrants. Envying immigrants. It got so big. See, you have come too big for us. Come and be going. You have become too big for us. You, you get the point? You become too big for us. Leave. Be going. Why? The blessing. The blessing makes rich and hearts no sorrow. The blessing makes rich. Do you understand? Do you get me? The blessing. The blessing makes rich. Ah, again. The blessing makes rich. Say it with me. I say it well. The blessing makes rich. So also Jacob. All right. It was even fun because it was in Laban's house. And look, Laban, he told Laban, look, I'm not even doing it again. I want to go and do my own business. Laban said, I've seen my definition. They told me, I need to check that I'm blessed because of you, that you are the one that make me blessed. They had to check Job, and they said, it is you that is making me blessed. That please don't go work some more. What should I pay to keep you, to keep you longer? Don't forget, they that bless you, they are blessed. So in Laban, for the time being, being good to Jacob, Laban was blessed. Do you understand? This means that in your career, in your office space, you're coming to be blessed because you're a blessed man there. It will show in the account balance that somebody entered this company, we employ somebody. We employ, we, we employ one girl like that. One boy, we, that. Hallelujah. Amen. It should be like on you an aura. When you go for an interview, they can, they can, we just like you. We don't know why. We just like you. The paper is not so complete, but there's, there's something about the blessing. It has an aura. Hallelujah. So, Laban told Jacob, what, what, what should I give you? And Jacob said, okay, what we do is this, okay? The animals, you give me the spotted, speckled one. 
Okay, so where they meet, if, if that speckles, uh, speck, speckles, whatever, and, and spots, okay, they will be mine. If it's plain, they will be yours. What, what, what did Liban do next? Liban took the big ones that, that are speckled and spotted, the big ones, and took them three days journey from, from, from Jacob, so that they will not meet. Took them three days far. What did the blessing do? At night, Jacob had a vision, and an angel told him, Take those, take those animals when they want to meet the big ones. They play white, there'll be no problem. Take them to, take them to, the, to, the, to, the, to the pond and put, you know, polar rods that are spotted and speckled. Any animal that, that meets technology, that meets while watching, while watching a speckled road, will bet speckled and spotted animals. Technology, by the spirits. By the spirits. By the spirits. So, Jacob's a good boy. Took the big fat ones when they want to meet. To where the, to the pond and gave the spotted um, polar rods. And those that anyone that, that made it seeing it gave birth to speckled, spotted animals. So it became that the fat and the other ones became for, for Jacob. Why? The blessing makes rich and cannot be impoverished. Hallelujah. You cannot successfully cheat a blessed man, you cannot keep him down. If he goes down, it's coming back up. If he, if he goes down, it's for uplift. It's for a proper jump. You can't keep a blessed man down. So now see Israel. Okay? Exodus 23. Exodus 23. I read them this morning. You know, when, when Abraham died, just, 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 just before verse 1 says, when Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. Blessed in everything. Okay? Exodus 23. Exodus 26. Want to go on the screen? Are we together on the screen? Want to go? Look at this. So you shall serve with your God, and you will bless your bread and your water, and will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Hallelujah. Verse 26. Miscarriage or be barren in your land, I'll fulfill the number of your days. So the blessing came also, also upon Israel. All right, I will bless bread and water. I'll let it get far from your midst. Glory to Jesus. Deuteronomy 8. Deuteronomy 8, from verse 1 to 18. Ah, it's a long read. Okay, let's do it. From verse, let's go to Deuteronomy uh, 8. Ooh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's, let's start from verse 6. Verse 6. Father, say I'm there. All right, let's go together. Want to go, therefore, you shall keep the mind of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Verse 7. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of books of water, of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills. Keep going. Land of wheat and valley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey. Keep going. Yeah, which you lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron, and out of whose ears you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, you shall bless the your God for that which has given. Look at this. You will eat, you will full, you will give thanks. Hallelujah. Verse 11. Beware that you don't forget to know the God. Are we together on the screen? Okay, continue. 
Yeah. Verse 12. When you have eaten and are full. Yeah, and dwell. Please pause. When you have beautiful houses and dwell in them. Hallelujah. The blessing will build your house. You don't get that. The blessing will build your house. Say it after me. The blessing will build my house. Beautiful houses. You don't just say just live anyway. Just leave, just enter house and leave. No, said so you will build beautiful houses and live in them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go. 13. And when your herbs and your flock multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have multiplied. Verse 14. Lifted up, and you forget that your God. <laughs> yeah, from the house of bondage. 15. Who fed you? Yeah. Keep going. Sixteen. With manner which your fathers did not know, that they might humble you, that they might test you to do you good in the end. Verse seventeen. Then you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have given me. Look at this. He said, He said that when you have not been fool, don't now say I worked for this. Don't say it's my work. And labor that gave me this is God does not hear it. Amen. The believer should never be able to say, I did this on my own. I'm a man of my own. The builder's prosperity is I am God. Do you understand? Do you understand? So your work is partnership with God for prosperity. Verse 18. Look at this. Verse 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you power to get wealth. Look at this. That you may establish this covenant which you swore to your fathers as it is this day. So it gives you power to get what because of the covenant of Abraham. It gives you power to what get what because of the covenant with Abraham. So even Israel had power for what creation because of Abraham's covenant. Hallelujah. Galatians 3. Galatians 3. Galatians 3. One verse 7 to 14. We have shown us that Jacob, Isaac was blessed. Jacob was blessed. Israel was blessed. All right? The blessing was for Abraham's children according to the promise. All right? All right. Verse 7. Therefore, no, that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Are you of faith? Yes. Are you Abraham's child? Yes. Hallelujah. Verse 8. And scripture foreseen, justified just as by faith, because to Abraham before I'm saying, in you nations shall be blessed. Verse 9. So then, those who are of faith, because are blessed with believing Abraham. Those who are of faith, we who are of faith, are blessed with Abraham. Hallelujah. So we who are of faith, we are part of Abraham's blessing. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. With Abraham. Yeah. Hallelujah. So you can say, Abraham's blessings are mine. You are correct. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the evening. Abraham's blessing. Woo! Verse 10. Let's go together. For as many as of the works of the law are under a curse, but it's written, because everyone doesn't continue to honor the, 
Yeah, verse 11. The just shall live by faith. Verse 12. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live. So he's saying that, okay, so there's a cause, okay, of disobeying God. All right? It meant sickness, it meant poverty, and it meant death. There's a curse on the world, okay, for disobeying God. It's not as though God is going about cursing people that you would not obey me because it's not doing that. But there's a curse in effect on the earth. It's why many are sick. It's why many are poor. It's why many die young. It's not going to cursing them, but it's a curse at work so that it can be for them anyway. Do you understand? Yes, some can be rich and be, and be unsaved. Of course, it, it happens. Yeah, people can walk and, and be rich. Yes, they can, walk, they can stay and be, and be rich. Yes, it's possible too. All right? But there's a curse at work. I guess this morning. The pandemic is a curse. Yeah, the war is a cause. For what in the world is a cause. What on his own has resources? But some people are poor. Hallelujah. One man can have wealth for entire nations. <laughs> Hallelujah. Alright, so there's a cause at work. But being in Christ, being part of Abraham's seed, takes you off the course. Do you understand? Do you understand? Being in Christ takes you off the course, keeps you from the course at work in the world. So you can say to yourself, I cannot be sick. You, can, you, can, you, can, you have the right not to be sick. I'm getting this morning. Because you're in Christ. The, being in Christ exempts you from the course at work in the world. Let's go on, verse 13. Verse 13. Want to go? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, "Causes everyone who hangs on a tree." All right, verse fourteen, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ, that might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. So God gave them laws in, in, in the old covenant, and said, "Now you are Abraham's seed, but this covenant has terms. These are the terms. Don't do this." Don't do that. If you don't, you will live in the blessing and not the curse. If you don't, you will live in the curse. Right? And the Lord, the way the Lord works is that, see, when you break one, you've broken everything. Hallelujah. When you break one, you've broken everything. So you must keep everything to the last sea. Hallelujah. But Christ came and took us off the course. He redeemed us by his own blood. He paid the price by becoming a cause for us. So that what? So that we can live in the blessing. So even when, you know, I make mistakes, I'm not fearing, you know, yeah, a cause. Do you understand? He brought us back from the cause of the law by being a cause for us. So that was the blessing of Abraham can come upon us. I'm with God this morning. So now, by being in Christ, you are in the blessing zone. 
you are in Abraham's covenant. Don't forget the God to Abraham. In your seed, in Christ, everyone will be blessed. So that we in Christ, we are blessed with Abraham. Are we still together this morning? Is it clear enough? Is it clear? See, now says that my seed, the promise of the spirit of the Lord, that my seed, the promised spirit. Please hear me now. God told Abraham Genesis 15. Abraham, I am all you get. I am all you will ever have. So also, now we in Christ, we have received the promised spirit. So you can say, Abraham, I have God in me. I have all I will ever need. When I got saved, he gave me his spirit. That is all I will ever need. The spirit in me is my guarantee that all I have will be supplied. Are we together? Ephesians 1. Hallelujah. Verse 13 and 14. Are we there? One second on the screen. Yeah. Keep going. In whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. All right, verse 14. Who is what? Guarantee of our inheritance. Until what? The position. The Holy Ghost is the guarantee of our inheritance. That if I have a spirit, I have the inheritance. I have everything I need. I have God as all I have, all I need, all I will ever need. He is my exceedingly great reward. And in having the spirit, I have everything that God has to offer. I have the spirit. I have everything that everyone has to offer. So if I have the spirit, I have health. I have direction. I have prosperity. Christ in me is my hope of glory. It's my glory now. Why? I have the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we still together? I was just give me just pray talks pray talks for a minute. Pray talks, I'm just gonna skip that. Pray talks for just pray talks for a minute. Pray talks a minute. I'm not praying well for understanding, for clarity. Clarity. Pray some more, more intensity. Yeah. The world goes in well. The world goes in well. The world goes in well. So, by being in Christ, we enter into Abraham's blessing. Abraham's blessing. The blessing that makes rich and has no sorrow. The blessing doesn't make poor. The blessing makes rich. So, the man that is in Christ has the blessing, and the blessing makes rich. So, you can start from where you are today, okay, with the blessing. And begin to build and build and get better and better. How? It will lead you. It will guide you. I tell you like Isaac, sow in this land. Do this business. Learn this skill. Apply here. Apply there. 
buy that land, buy that stock. Do you understand? As you follow his leading, just keep that things get better and better and better. For some, it might be, be sudden. Do this and boom, things have changed. For some, it's gradual, but you will see all through life that's getting better and better because the blessing makes rich, has no sorrow. So there's no need to live in fear of lack. Hallelujah. Psalm 105. Psalm 537. Psalm 537. Psalm 105. 37. Psalm 105. 37. All right? Look at this. Talking about Israel. All right? And you also brought them out. Look at this. With silver and gold. And there was none feeble among his tribes. So they came out blessed and healthy. Hallelujah. This is your right in redemption also. You came out the healed, not the sick. You came out the blessed, not the poor. Don't forget the old, old was showing us, you know, the new. So it was showing us how our one nation Christ will be. We'll come out rich, come out healthy. So in your spiritual inheritance, there's prosperity and health. So we're not beginning to learn how to live like natural. We are learning how to work, how to work it out in our everyday lives. So Corinthians 8 9. So Corinthians 8 9. Someone say I'm prosperous. I'm, prosperous. I'm rich. I'm wealthy. Things work in my hands. Hallelujah. I'm wealthy. I'm healthy. I live in health. The blessing makes rich. Adds no sorrow with it. It's not by lake. Amen. Amen. It's not giving your mother and take wealth. It's not giving your joy and take It's not giving your family and take wealth. So this kind of wealth doesn't break hopes, it builds good hopes. Hallelujah. Yes. Some people are so worried they can't see their children anymore. They are working Monday, Monday to Friday, they don't come back home. This blessing doesn't break homes. This blessing builds homes. It adds no sorrow. Hallelujah. Not my daddy. I don't like my daddy, but he has money, Shah. I don't even like I don't want to see him. Just keep sending money. No, this blessing builds great homes. It has no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. Has no sorrow. Yeah, let's go together. Want to go? For you know, it's our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. So in redemption, there's riches for you. He became poor, that you through his poverty can be, Christ paid for your riches. Are you understanding this morning? He, he died for it. Hallelujah. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 9. I begin to see myself the way God sees me. The prosperous, the blessed. I won't become rich. I'm already rich, so I'm, I don't know how to show that my natural life. I'm rich in Christ. Yeah. I'm rich in Christ. Okay. Second uh, Corinthians 9. Let's go to, I want us to go to, um, to verse, verse 8. Verse 8. Once you go, 
and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for. He says that grace. Talk about Second Corinthians eight nine. That we know is grace. Christ was that which came poor, that which rich can become rich. That same grace is able to make abound towards you, that you having all sufficiency in all things at all times. Hallelujah. Having all you need at all times, in all things, may have a sufficiency to live well and to abound in every good work. So you are rich enough to live well and to share. Hallelujah. So there's grace for you in Christ to be prosperous. Let's go down to verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. Look at this. Now may you supply seed to the sower and bread for food. Supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Verse 11. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, because it's thanksgiving through us to God. Woo. Give me NIV. NIV. Verse 8 and verse 10. Verse 8 first. Verse 8 first. Guys, don't call a book. Verse 8. That was not cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> verse 8. Want to go? Hold on, let's take it together. I want to go. And God is able to bless you abundantly. So that in all things, at all times, look at this. Having all that you need will abound in every good work. One more time. And God is able to bless you abundantly. So that in all things, and at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every... You will give from plenty. This is your right in Christ. Verse 11. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous in every occasion. I trust. Do you see that? You will be enriched in every way so you can be what? generous on every occasion. Where your parents say, ah, I'm due for a new cow, that I will buy it. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see the poor. Basically, people school fees. Tell your neighbor, tell your child, how far? How much is the school fees? I will don't worry, I'll pay it. Take them to covenant, I'll pay. Take covenant, I'll pay. Don't go to the they'll go on strike. Go to see you. Go to see you. I will pay it. Don't like, ah, it's one million. Don't want take formula for the for the other the, the, take formula for the everything. Go and pay everything at once. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Church says, ah, we need two million. That's a two million. Uh, let's, let's do five. Let's make it bigger. So that I can be generous on every occasion. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I know. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Philippians 4. Philippians 4, 19. This is the point, Okay. You are blessed by blood covenants. You are blessed by blood covenants. That's the idea. You are blessed. It's blood money. It's blood money. Blood of, blood of Jesus Christ. You are blessed by blood covenants. You are blessed by blood covenants. Christ died and shed his blood for prosperity. It's blood money. So it's blood blessing. 
So you are a blood blessing. It's coming out wealth. Hallelujah. So you can't be impoverished. Yes, that's the idea. I can never. It's blood money, say. Just his blood. He paid for it. Hallelujah. So begin to change how you think. You're not the poor. You are rich in Christ. You're not asking, Lord, how do I, how do I begin to manifest in my, in my world? I, 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 I just need to show my world. What, what do I need to do? What do I need to go? What should I study? What should I, no, what should I invest in? Are you getting my point? You're asking, you not begin to lead you. Okay, that's good, son. Okay. Now, that course that you, that you took last year did not finish. Finish that course. Yes, you open UI, you stop in first, first after. Finish your UI class. So you're looking at that side, Joy. <laughs> finish your UI course. Eh? Learn to code, you finish, go and finish that coding class. Hallelujah. That business, scale it up. Sell with boldness. Something like you're afraid. Sell it like with boldness. Sell with a blessed man's consciousness. Do you understand? My cream, they work. You sell it with. You get my point here? As in that this cream, my man got drum. You sell it with. Hallelujah. I used to do sales over in church. I used to do before. Since we were anointed, another Zobo. Another Zobo drink. That is Zobo. It's me and God that makes the Zobo together. This one has blessing. Do you understand? You sell with your chest. I'm a blessed man. My goods work. Do you understand? Philippians 19. One to go. According to his riches. One more time. One more time. Oh my God. Shall supply what? All my needs. How? According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So my supply is according to riches of God in Christ Jesus. It's covenant which is in Christ. My God will supply all, not some. All, not some. All, not some. Third John 2. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. Amen. Someone say, I'm blessed. I'm rich. I can't be poor. I can't be impoverished. So as I walk, I see, I see, I see the results. Yeah. After they walk, they show. Hallelujah. As I'm walking, it is showing my neighbor bears results. Hallelujah. I'm creative, full of ideas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm full of, full of ability. Full of ability, of creativity. I give favor. Hiya. People just like me. Just like me. Why? Even then they don't know. I carry an aura of the blessing. So wherever I go to, I go there with the blessing. With the carry out. I'm bearing me, you know, amen. We are working with it. Hallelujah. So it begins to show your company that a blessed man works here. Where others fail, 
you go in and succeed. Why? You are the blessed hand. See, again, it's blood blessing. It's sure. It's sapping. You are blood blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I feel this morning? I'm blessed. In Christ. Earth or tail, I win. Yeah. Earth or tail, I always win. I always win. I always win. In all things, in all things I have the best outcome. In all situations, I have the best outcome possible. Why? I'm a blessed man. You get me this morning? In all things, I have the best outcome possible. Best outcome. Heads or tail, I will win. Do you understand? If I go down, it's for uplift. I don't stay down. I'm the blessing. I have the blessing. It propels me. So I can climb upon the heights. Hallelujah. I am blessing propelled. I am blessing lifted. So I climb. I rise. I rise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say to yourself right now. Just, just, just keep saying to yourself. Just keep saying to yourself the blessing. It's a thing I always win. In all these things, I am more than a conqueror. Christ became poor for me. So they said, I might be rich. I'm rich in Christ. I hope this morning. Say to yourself, tell yourself who you are. Why you cannot fail in class, or at work, or in business. Remind yourself why your neighbor must produce. Why people must buy your goods. Remind yourself why people must buy your goods. Remind yourself why your works must prosper. Remind yourself why your hands must be productive. Remind yourself why you get the best ideas. Why you get the best ideas, remind yourself. Remind yourself why you are not small. Why you cannot stay small. Remind yourself that you are a king's child. You cannot be impoverished. You can't be impoverished. Even in famine, you will prosper. Heads or tails, I always win. I always win. I always win. I always have the best outcome possible. I am smart. Why? I am the blessed man. I am always head. I am never tail. Always head, not me do ah, always head. Always head. In my industry, I'm top one percent in my industry. I am top one player, I'm top one percent in my industry. Top one percent, uh, top, top my industry. I rise and rise and rise and rise. I keep getting better and better. I keep rising. I keep shining. 
Say for more. I'm full of divine leverage. I'm full of divine leverage. Full of divine help. Say it some more. Say it some more. Say it some more. I am one in Christ, so I win in life. I'm enviable. I'm not pitiable. I am enviable. I'm enviable. Not pitiable. No, no, no. I'm enviable. I'm not a sorry case. No, I'm a blessed man. I'm not a fundraising case. No, I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. I'm a fruitful field. I'm a fruitful field. My vast overflow with profits. Ah, I'm so blessed. I'm best in giving. Hallelujah. Best in giving. Best in giving. Best in giving. I abound. I abound. I keep rising and rising. By the hand of God. By the of the Holy Ghost. Bless in all things. At all times. I have all I need. In all things, at all times, I have all I need to live well and to abandon every good work. This is a no lag zone. A no lag zone. I have divine creativity, power to create wealth. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. This is your charge. Let no man or theology or doctrine beguile you, cheat you of what you have in Christ. Let no man downplay this for you. Christ died for you. He became poor that you choose poverty might become rich. Material rich is not spiritual. All of them. Material together. Material and spiritual. Every, every kind of blessing. Let man tell you it's only spiritual. No, it's both. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ became poor for you that you choose poverty might become rich. Say it after me. Christ became poor for my sake that me Trace poverty, poverty might become rich. Say one more time. Christ, Christ became poor for my sake. That me, trace poverty, might become rich. Hallelujah. And my God shall supply all my needs 
according to riches in glory through Christ Jesus. And my God shall supply all my needs according to riches in glory through Christ Jesus. In all things, at all times, after sufficiency, I abound in every good work. In all things, at all times, having all I need to live well and to abound in every good work. In all things, at all times, having all I need to live well and to abound in every good work. One more time, in all things, at all times, having all I need, I abound in every good work. I have received grace for what creation? 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 It shows in my education, in my in my career, in my business. It shows in my health, my relationships. In all I do, I prosper. In all I do, I win. I win. I won in Christ, so I win in life. I won in Christ, so I win in life. I reign as a king through the Son Jesus. I reign in life as a king through His Son Jesus. Father, we thank you. 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 Just let me ask for Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Cheers to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world. <laughs>